Yeah, now, <laughs> unmistakably, now is the time. Joel, there you have it. And there is, I do believe, that is Farmer Dave there at Studio B. And the folks are thinking, has it been seven days since we had to put up with this crap? Well, <laughs> and uh, here it is with uh, a special selection of uh, musical madness for our Sunday morning, all getting ready for some uh, real winter weather coming up in the next day or so. But, uh, hey, we're here, and you're here, and there must be some reason for that. Community service. <laughs> <laughs> or disservice. i, I got to do X number of shows before I'm released. That's right. <laughs> I thought you were in the witness protection fa- plan there. I am, but it's got to the point where people are starting to recognize my voice, and that's not good. Well, it's because your picture is hanging in every post office. You, you realize that. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know. Well, what have we today? I know we we begin with all kinds of musical stuff, but do you have some opening wisdom for us? No. No. No, I thought we'd, I don't know, music go the dumb by. I thought we might play some music, Joel. That sounds good. Radio up, 
you know, mm-hmm. that just answered a, a, a question for me. You're, you're driving down the road every now and then, and you see a, a black plastic bag side the road. Uh, yes. It says in the song, they got the radio up and they got the tailgate down. Well, that's why them black plastic bags are appearing here and there, Joel. They're sliding out the back of that F-150. I just wonder for like about five seconds, what's in that plastic bag? And then I realize I don't want to know. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's not going to be treasure. <laughs> Well, they say one man's trash is, but not always. No. No, hardly ever, in fact. It is music by which to go to the dump. And, um, well, let us take our first break right now. No, let us not take our first break right now. Okay. Hey, let's talk about, let's talk about black plastic bags. Yeah. Where I parked out here Mm -hmm. by by the old, uh, I'm not sure what the building's called. I know it's got a mason. Up above it and down below it says Stowe Street Emporium. But out back they have a sign that says, and a, and a, a little rack, it says, clean up after your animals. Well, my animal right now is about six, maybe 700 pound, uh, a Holstein steer. Now, I feel like I'm discriminated against Joel because I can't take my steer for a walk because that bag will not hold all the poop that comes out the back end. Yeah, that's about a, a, a six-inch by eight-inch little plastic bag dispenser Yeah, right by what used to be the former Masonic Hall, I guess, years yeah. ago. And uh, you would need more of a, I need uh, a hefty cinch sack and a, and a, and a scoop shovel. shovel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course, now you go down to the Northfield Savings Bank, and they got one out there, too. They, they seem to care more about a dog making a deposit than me making a deposit. So. Well, I always think the, perhaps the worst job, when I was a kid growing up in the Bronx, they would take me to Manhattan to see the big parades. And uh, there were a lot of horse-drawn things, and there was this poor guy with a rolling barrel behind the horses with a big shovel, and that was his job. And I'm thinking, maybe I better stay in school because I don't want to grow up and have that be my job. There you go. I specialize in horse manure. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't want to shovel poop all my life. And oh, you wouldn't no, made a good farmer then, would you? No, well, here I'm doing it symbolically on the radio, I think. Yeah, so. we're shoveling it all <laughs> right, right, Joe. Okay, what is next, my friend? Well, this song is is takes us back to a, a kinder, gentler time, and I'm, I'm dedicating it to my mom because Ma likes it. All right, so you, you need no more reason there than you have that. it. sure depressing Well this world is in a mess and it don't get better Terrorism's in fashion and making love can kill you Oh but I have found a better place to go We're all living in the shadow of the bomb Tuned in to the lifestyles of the rich and greedy Oh, but meanwhile, back in Mayberry, no one says the F word. Thank God for the reruns. On the Andy Griffith Show, and she's letting Otis out of jail. Gomer's helping Goober drive the nail. Oh, and Barney's looking for his bullet. You better watch out for your toes. I wish life was like the Andy Griffith 
show Now they're dealing in souls on the airwaves All them false prophets trying to make a book But old Floyd the barber He just goes on trimming hair And we ain't heard the last of Ernest T. Bash, you know On the Andy Griffith Show Ain't bees cooking lamb and turnip greens Everyone dance while the darlings pick and sing Yeah, and old bees digging worms To go fishing, don't you know I wish life was like the Andy Griffith Show To call Helen Crump Then round up Clara and Emmett and Howard Spray There's a town meeting Town in Andy's office Barney's gonna try to take us all back in time To the Andy Griffith Show The biggest hassle there was making moonshine they sat swinging on the porch with an easy mind When maybe it wasn't real But when this world blows I hope I end up on the ending with this show I wish life was like the ending with this show And that is what makes this the best hour in radio. You won't hear that song anywhere else other than music to go the dumb boy. I tell you, that is a, a beautiful fantasy. I was thinking during that program that um, early on, I mean around 1960, I believe, it was sponsored for a while by Studebaker on oh, television. Wow. And if you remember, Aunt B drove a 1960 Studebaker Lark. Uh, in real life and kept it for many years, like the 1970s came about, and she was still driving. Apparently the there's course. no salt brine where she's at. Uh, well, that's down That's down where the, where, in the, where the Andy Griffith show, Mayberry. No, no salt on the roads in Mayberry. I know my, uh, my brother-in-law moved down south years ago, and they were telling about he was going to do some work on the front end. And he's pulling the torches out of the garage, and his neighbor comes over and goes, well, what are you doing? And he goes, i got to do this. He goes, we don't use those down here. We don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> and all the nuts and bolts break loose, and everything comes apart the way it's supposed to. Yeah, boy, I yeah. tell you, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since uh, I didn't have to use, uh, you know, a, a hammer to break, get, get a bolt out. There you go. Yeah. Well, we do have our first break of the day. Did you know that Radio Vermont Group Digital Services can create videos including drone footage? We've even won awards for our videos. If you'd like to learn more and see examples of our work, go to rvgdigital.com. Radio Vermont Group, we're more than just radio. And I tell you, Montpelier has bounced back admirably after the flood, so shop locally, support the local economy. We're in it for you. Well, Farmer Dave, we're having a lot of fun on this great hour of music. Boy, have we lowered the bar. <laughs> you know, I think about that sticks and stuff commercial there. Oh, yeah. and, um, 
of course, where I live is, I call it Camp David, mm-hmm. not to be confused with the one where them other bozos have a tendency to go and spend some time at. But my father was a, a, a Finnish carpenter for Pizzagalli Construction for years, and he used to talk about how it's not how you do it, it's how you hide it. And <laughs> and Dad was good at it. But he'd come down to the camp and he'd grab a level or a square and I'd tell him, you put that away, we don't use that stuff in my house. <laughs> However, the kitchen cabinets I made on a Bridgeport milling machine is the most precise cabinet doors you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> so I'm showing off the place. I'll take you out into the kitchen. <laughs> Well, I, I installed some of my own cabinets, and I notice every time I put something round, like a like a handful of grapes on the cabinet, they yep. roll right off. <laughs> so. Well, from the front of the camp to the back, there's like about a three-inch pitch. <laughs> so the washing machine is in the back, so if it overflows, I just open the sliding glass doors, and I mop it all right out onto the deck. I think that was by design. You know, you always have to have some kind of a plan. Yep, there you have it. Well, we do have music. What do you have next, my friend? Well, you know, between the time I walked from here over there, back over here, and we played a song or two and some commercials, I don't remember, Joel. So I guess you push a button and we're going to be surprised. That's right. I put it in there saying I'm going to remember because Dave probably wouldn't remember. And I've forgotten, too. So this is going to be a big surprise for everybody. Surprise! It's a small town downfall. Happens every day. Somewhere across the country. Somebody loses their way You see them out on the sidewalk Give a wink and a nod Could have been your downfall But for the grace of God He was the chief of police With a shiny new car He liked to drive it real fast But then he took it too far Jumped up on the curb Took out a parking meter Got a new career now as a Walmart greeter. It's a small town downfall, happens every day. Somewhere across the country, somebody loses their way. You see them out on the sidewalk, give a wink and a nod. Could have been your downfall, but for the grace of God, will the district judge? Said this is a doozy When he opened the file Of the Zumba floozy He took a look at the names Of all the candy bunk johns Said this is one list You don't want to be on You know you're living in a small town Yeah, you know it because You might not know what you're doing But everybody else does Always someone to talk about Down at the old strip mall Yeah, it's all over town now It's a small town downfall Arthur dated young Sally, but he couldn't keep up, so she left him for his nephew, and you know he's just a pup. She said the old guy's nice, 
But I knew I could do better So I traded in a soft breeze For a nice hard cheddar It's a small town down fall A little fall from grace Somewhere across the country Somebody's having a bad day You see them out on the sidewalk Give a wink and a nod Could have been your downfall Before the grace of God Could have been your downfall One of them small towns where everybody knows everything about everybody. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> we used to call that the party line. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. I remember my grandma. Mm-hmm. There was like four families on that party line. They each had a different ring. And boy, grab, that was their entertainment. That was our, I don't know, internet, so to speak. That's how everybody knew everything about everybody. Well, I'll tell you, the... Uh the, the party line that I remember was uh, in my fraternity back when I was at uh, Dingleberry College down the road, <laughs> and uh, we had a we had a regular house telephone, but uh, one of our more affluent members had his own private phone uh, in his room. But in his room, he his private phone was still a party line. Okay, yeah. and I remember the big northeast blackout when all the lights went out. That was probably oh, yes. a little before your time. I, I remember hearing about it yeah. all. And uh, I, I just went upstairs and picked up the phone and listened to all the people talking about how the lights were out <laughs> in Addison County. That's yeah. cheap entertainment, won't it? Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was fun. That was my one experience with the party line. But I've heard so many stories because my grandparents lived rurally and uh, they had to do all kinds of things and uh, to uh, get to people. And they had special rings. Like if, yeah. So you wouldn't pick it up if it was someone else's ring. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to pick but it you, up, you Joel. You would very carefully pick it up. And <laughs> You'd always hear that over. click. You hear that little click. You put your hand over the mouthpiece and then yep. the earpiece up to your ear. I know. Yeah. Okay. Been there, done that. <laughs> yep. We are here on Music by Which to Go to the Dump. Nice to have you with me. I'm Joel, and he is Farmer Dave, and he's got a whole pile of uh, of discs and strange things, a few things out of the ether, the way they do it these days. I still miss those uh, you know those vinyl. I've things. been listening to vinyl lately. Mm-hmm. We, we we found a, a stack of them up upstairs and uh, got a little record player and it's, it's cool. The yeah. only problem is about every fifteen minutes I got to get up out of the chair, go over and flip the thing over. <laughs> yeah, I still have a crank seventy eight player which I which I use and a big big pile of needles. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to you're supposed to change the needle after every play. Well, I don't do that and. Uh, some of those old 78s have gotten pretty scratchy. But we play some here on the weekends here on WDEV on uh, Sunday Swing Time. I dig out some of those 78s from down in the basement and uh, transcribe them and play them. But they come from the original 78s. So we, we've been around doing this thing, uh, we collectively, for 92 years. Can you believe that? You know, I have never been down in the basement. I'm afraid if I went down there, they'd never see me again, Joel. Well, uh, you have to you have to bribe the troll because it's patrolled by trolls down there. And if they don't know you, you're in bad shape, you know. You know yeah. 
All right. You have to bring like slabs of raw meat and like you would don't, brought don't, don't become the slab of raw meat. Exactly. Yes. Well, we have something else uh, all queued up. Yeah, we do. Something about daddy. Yeah, something about a Cadillac and, well, things happen. And okay, well. Relationships. All right, good. That's a good lead-in. I grew up and what I thought was domestic bliss. I had a daddy and a mama and a brother and a sis. Never knew nothing about the finer things. We were living on weenies, beanies, and dreams. Daddy used to take a lot of business trips, promising us all a better life than this. He said it was a sacrifice he had to make. Right about then, mama dropped another plate. Turned out daddy wasn't nothing but a snake He had a half a dozen women in a half a dozen states Mama grew wiser as the years went by She never said a word, she hid it all inside Well, they found him face down in a motel room Smelling like a liquor and a lover's perfume Standing by the graveside, mama was a wreck Till the state farm man handed her a fat check Daddy had a cardiac, mama got a Cadillac All of us kids done throwed away the tater sacks Look at us now, living that life Daddy always promised us a heap of fun Daddy's on a shady hill, mama's in a Cooperville Never have to worry about another bill Daddy died smiling, but mama got the last laugh Daddy had a cardiac, mama got a Cadillac Well, it's been a while now since it all went down. Mama's still a hero all over town. But when the preacher does a sermon about those who wait, Mama slips a hundred in the offering plate. Now each and every year on the day he died, Mama dresses up for a midnight drive. Where she ever goes, she never does say, but there's a fresh set of tire tracks on Daddy's grave. Daddy had a cardiac, Mama got a Cadillac, all of us kids done throwed away the tater sack. Look at us now, living that life, Daddy always promised us that he'd provide. Daddy's on a shady hill, Mama's in a Cooperville, never have to worry about another bill. Daddy died smiling, but Mama got the last laugh, Daddy had a cardiac, Mama got a Cadillac. Mama got a Cadillac. Daddy had a cardiac. Mama got a Cadillac. I can see that being made into a movie, Joel. <laughs> There's quite a story there. It won't be on the Hallmark Channel, mind you, but, you know. 
for sure. Well, at least they pay, they kept up with the premiums, so there you go. There yeah. you go. Yep. Don't miss them premiums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we. You told me when I walked in. I said, I think we have a wide variety of music today. You're living up to your promise. I am playing anything and everything. There is no theme to today's show. We're just an hour of music and a little chit-chat. And we are just about halfway uh, through our hour today on music to go to the dump. I might want to point out that then it's an outlaw Saturday morning. And then uh, the midday news service beginning at noon for a half hour. The Great American Music Hall, there's a program of music that goes in many different directions. And if I am not mistaken, it is the Army-Navy game from Gillette Stadium in Foxborough and our live coverage of sports here on WDEV. A big rivalry begins at 2 o'clock this afternoon. So we are certainly living up to WDEV being an eclectic source of uh, quality programming. With the possible exception of this program. Yeah, quality. Yeah. That's, that's in the uh, ear, ears of the beholder, that's, I guess. That's yes. correct. That's correct. Well, I've been forgetting a lot of things, and uh, I'm glad you've chosen this next song because I feel I'm in good company. There you go. This, you? Yeah, everybody has been there, done this. Give a listen. <laughs> and uh, one, of, one of our great, great uh, New England folk singers, too. Modern day yuppie blues. Looking for my wallet and my car keys Well, they can't have gone too far Just as soon as I find my glasses I'm sure I'll see just where they are I'm supposed to meet someone for lunch today But I can't remember where Or who it is that I am meeting my organizer somewhere I might have left it on the counter or maybe outside in the car last time I remember driving was to that memory enhancement seminar what's that far off distant ringing and that strangely familiar tone Must be the person I am meeting Calling me on my brand new cordless telephone I might have left it under the covers Maybe outside on the lawn And I've got just one more ring to go before my answering machine kicks on. Hi, this is Tom, and your call means a lot to me. So leave a message at the tone. And I'll do my best to try to remember to call you back when I get home. Tom, this is Gwendolyn. And I'm trying not to cry. But I've been waiting here for over an hour. I thought you loved me. This is goodbye. Well, the voice sounds familiar. And the name, it rings a bell. 
Let's see now, where was I? says it all. <laughs> oh, boy. It's not that I've been there. I am there. <laughs> there you go. We, the girlfriend got us a, a Dodge Ram truck here a few mm. years ago, and uh, there were these two little black keys that went with it, and we didn't know what they were for. I mean, they were hanging on a nail for a long time, and one day I was just dubbing around with them, and it's like... Somebody just pull in the yard? What? What? Well, it was a remote truck starter. We didn't even know we had it. I hadn't <laughs> had one on a vehicle in so many years, Joel. I had to go down. I didn't remember how to shut them off. Well, you hit the brake pedal. <laughs> but it was like, that's what them are for. So Boy, not I only can... am I looking for my car keys, but I can actually start the thing and warm it up if I wanted. Well, that would be too dangerous for me because I'd probably find my vehicle, you know, in uh, the next county somewhere. <laughs> it's not one of those self-driving ones, but I'm sure that uh, it, it would uh, take off on its own. What I just did this past week, I have one of those keys in which, you know, you push a button and the doors will open, or if you're heading, you know, out of the car and you push another button, the doors will lock, or if you want to open the trunk, you can push a button. Well, it was functioning intermittently. So I went online to YouTube where it said how to replace the battery <laughs> in your remote key, yep. okay? And I followed every direction, and I got the right 2016 battery. I went to the drugstore, and they had little round batteries, and I got the right number. And to make a long story short, I replaced the battery, and now nothing works, nothing at all. <laughs> so I have to use the key to, like the old days, to get into the car, and then if I want trunks open and other things open, I have to... Uh, navigate from inside so i'm so i don't i don't trust any of those automatic things oh. not at all i'm i'm so old school i'm technologically challenged mm -hmm. I, I i will admit it i've actually got where i can call on my phone and i've got where i can answer it but that's good <laughs> other that's than good. that apparently there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do with that phone but all these apps and things i i you know but um Hey, I like listening to the radio, and don't tell the boss, occasionally watching some television, and uh, being here with you, Dave, on music uh, to the, go to the dump by. Th that Dodge truck that we got? Yeah. Uh, the radio will come on for about 10 seconds, and then it stops, Ooh. and I haven't figured out what it is. I've, I've gone with the antenna into it, and... Let's talk about banning books, shall we, for a minute? Banning books. Yes, yeah. if you're going to ban a book, ban a book that is an automotive technological guide. <laughs> because they tell you that they are the most comprehensive and most in-depth based on a complete teardown of said vehicle. So the heater core in the Dodge is leaking a little bit. Okay. So I, I go to the section on that, and you know what it says to do, Joel? It says replace. <laughs> it doesn't talk about the three screws on the right side of the the uh, dash, the three on the left, the fact you got to unhook the steering wheel, spin it out of the way, the six screws in the upper part of the dash, and the fact that if you actually know what you're doing, you can do this in three hours. <laughs> I just keep adding antifreeze. It's, it's not much of a leak. I might actually hang a sap bucket so I can collect it and and just put it back in, you know. But 
You know, I'm back, I think back when I was a kid uh, driving a 1938 Plymouth, and there was a heater in the front seat in the passenger side, an actual actual heater that took water directly from the radiator. <laughs> took water directly from the radiator through that heater and eventually it kind of rusted out a little bit and so steam would come out of it as well as heat and if you drove any great distance you were in a sauna as well ah. plus i kept having to add water and antifreeze and of course you know what antifreeze smells like when it's coming oh, out yeah. of a, <laughs> a hot radiator in the car i i tell you those were the days but we survived we well, survived it's, it that's probably better than a can of sterno on the dash <laughs> i've seen that too <laughs> yeah me too but in the old days with the flat uh, with the uh, flathead six cylinder engine i do remember we would drive to the pizzeria and buy a pizza and then put it on top of the engine for the trip home oh there you go and then drive it would be still nice and hot when you got it back oh. to the house you see can't, i can't do i can't do that with the new car no you can't it just doesn't work now joel the uh the I don't know if it's a town, village. I don't know what we call Waterbury anymore. Waterbury. We call it home. Yeah. Well, with, they just passed a, a, a 1% sales tax on, oh. on various things. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it, it includes uh, alcohol. And they, they also said, as I read on, which I'm quite surprised I can actually remember this, said something about cannabis. Mm. And I'm thinking, yep. That is a money maker because, well, grass is unless it's on the farm. Now, grass does not make money for you on the farm. You run it through a cow, you make a little milk. They don't pay you enough for the milk, and it makes that poo that you got to deal with. Mm-hmm. But apparently, if you smoke the doggone stuff, there's money in it. So I thought maybe this song would be appropriate to say, "Way to go, Waterbury! We're going to make some money." Okay, well, I tell you, governments know how to do that, and taxes is how they do that. The name of this song is The Wildwood Flower. Now, The Wildwood Flower is an old country classic. It's gained a whole new popularity. The song isn't any more popular, but the flower is doing real good. Wildwood flower grew wild on the farm And we never knowed what it was called Some said it's a flower And some said it's a weed I didn't give it much thought One day I was out there talking to my brother And I reached down for a weed to chew on Things got fuzzy and things got blurry And then everything was gone Didn't know what happened But I knew it beat the hell out of sniffing burlap I come to my brother was there and he said, What's wrong with your eyes? I said, I don't know. I was chewing on the weed. He said, well, Let me give it a try. I spent the rest of that day and most of that night trying to find my brother Bill. Caught up with him about six o'clock the next morning, naked, singing on the windmill. He said he flew up there. I had to fly out and get him down. He's about half crazy. The very next day, we picked a bunch of them weeds and we put them in the sun to dry. Then we mashed them up and cleaned them off, put them in the corn cob pie. Smoking them wildwood flowers got to be a habit. We never seen no harm. 
Oh, he thought it was kind of handy. Take a trip and never leave the farm. Big old puff of wildwood weed. Next thing you know, he's just wandering around behind the little animals. All good things got to come to an end. It's the same with the wildwood weeds. One day, this fella from Washington come by and spied him and turned white as a sheet. And he dug and he burned and he burned and he dug and he killed all our cute little weeds. And then he drove away. We just smiled and waved, sitting there on that sack of seeds. Y'all come back now, you hear? Well, at least these days it's legal, right? Yeah, there you have it. But heavily taxed. <laughs> Why? Well, yeah, but it used to be better when it was illegal. I know, I know. I, don't know. I keep thinking of uh, uh, Jamie Thurston and uh, Homegrown Weed. We got to find that song there somewhere. We got it. We got it downstairs. I looked at it. We will bring that up. Yeah, we'll yeah. run that through here. That's yeah, still a lot of fun. Still a lot yes. of fun. Of course, you know all the taxes and everything, because mm-hmm. well. Because, like you say, that's that's what they do, and we as the taxpayers might have need to to have this procedure uh-huh. done. Yes, yes, yeah. you know, uh, we we <laughs> they'll, they'll get you in one way or another, and yeah, they'll uh, one end or the other, <laughs> and they'll definitely get you in the end for sure. We praise the colorectal surgeon, misunderstood and much maligned, slaving away in the heart of darkness, working where the sun don't shine. Respect the colorectal surgeon, it's a calling few would crave. Lift up your hands and join us, let's all do the finger wave. When it comes to spreading joy, there are many techniques. Some spread joy to the world and others just spread cheeks. Some may think the cardiologist is their best friend. But the colorectal surgeon knows he'll get you in the end. Why be a colorectal surgeon? It's one of those mysterious things. Is it because in that profession there are always openings? <laughs> when I first met a colorectal surgeon, he did not quite understand. I said, hey, it's nice to meet you, but do you mind if we don't shake hands? <laughs> Sailed right through medical school because he was a whiz. Oh, but he never thought of psychology, though he read passages. A doctor he wanted to be for golf, he loved to play. But this is not quite what he meant by 18 holes a day. Surgeon misunderstood and much maligned, slaving away in the heart of darkness, working where the sun don't shine. That is a classic, isn't it, Farmer Dave? Kind of makes you think of a coal miner, don't it? <laughs> you know, this is a, a true story. It wasn't all that long ago, just in the past year, that I had one of those 
uh, you know, colonoscopy type things. And, um, and, uh, everything came out clear. And my doctor in a most delicate way said, well, this is probably going to be the last one you'll have. And I said, why? And he said, well, because it were you to, uh, were you to, uh, develop something and we needed to take another test, something else probably will have gotten to you by then. <laughs> Given my advanced age, so he, he said that quite delicately. But, oh, you know, that wasn't that nice of him, Joel? Know, you know, because well, you you know you 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 have tests like this every X number of years. Yep, and add the add that X to my age is <laughs> probably going to be dealing with other things. Well, that's nice to think about. But I, I, I like it when they tell you uh, we don't need to see you for another ten years, mm-hmm. which gives me hope because I'm thinking they know that I got at least ten more years in me. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and having t- things scheduled, uh, you know, it's no real joke at the hospital. Sometimes in various departments, if you need to, if you get a referral, you know, they'll they'll give you seven, eight months down the line before you're yeah. actually scheduled. And I, I, I think to myself, well, I would consider that a victory just if I were still alive. <laughs> well, yeah. time, I mean, you your, your uh, primary care doctor is nothing more than a travel agent. That's right. They they send you from one doctor to another because. Apparently they don't. They don't do anything anymore. <laughs> well, uh, I tell you, somehow, Dave, both of us are still here and uh, doing our thing here. As the show must go on, music uh, by which to go to the dump here on WDEV FM and AM. What? Uh, where are we right now? That's a good question. Well, I'm in the Studio B. You're, I don't know what they call where you're at, Joel. I guess this is the main studio. There you go. Okay, and there's the New Hampshire studio over there, and the, no, okay. Uh, musically, I've, I've already forgotten what we have. Yeah. Have you forgotten? I'm right there with you, Joel. All right. Well, we'll just play it then. That's why I like just see push the button and surprise. Well, I think my dog's a Democrat. And it breaks my heart to have to say. An ugly thing like that But there's a big old pile of evidence That all points towards the fact My dog might be a Democrat I pay for all his health care And I buy everything Provide him with a place to live just to keep him off the streets. But he just acts like he's entitled, even trying to unionize the cat. Yeah, I think my dog's a Democrat. He chewed up the Constitution. Time Benghazi's on TV. He looks the other way. What difference at this point does it make? I know he's a liberal, even if he won't admit it. He pooped on my living room rug and tried to tell me George Bush did it. He ain't got no papers. And what 
I'm sure we've had some good times. And he's been fun to have around. But if he ever barks about my right to bear arms, I'm gonna have to have him put down. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? I pay for all his health care. health, flea-bitten Democrat. Dang it. Well, we've uh, now pushed canine companionship into the political arena, haven't we? And, and, and I apologize for that. <laughs> that one. Well, we're getting to that season. I mean, we were always in that season, but yeah, even more so right now. Of course, I guess my my dog really does get a free ride. You know, I buy everything she eats and all her medical care and everything. And what do I get in return? Well, a nice foot warmer when I'm there sleeping on the couch there. <laughs> there you go. But she's a sweetheart. Yep. Now. I'm I'm about to uh, suck up to management here, Joel, and, yeah. and I'm not really sure why, because it's not like I work here. I just come in. What I've concluded is that the legal department here at WDEV doesn't think getting a restraining order against me is is worth the effort or the time <laughs> or money. So, but Corm, I happen to know that you like this song, so here's a little butt kissing. Hey, don't never, it, it, it never hurts. Courtesy right? of Farmer Dave. You know, you to might, Steve Corm here. You here might you get go, a Korm. second can of spam for, you know, your. Oh, bonus, spam. You know? yeah, yeah. Does a body you good. Know, folks, it's kind of exhausting when you're driving around in the city of Boston. Well, you heard the story that Charlie, they say, who got lost in the train and the MBTA. He's got nothing on me. I'm here to say I drive in this chaos every day. Get up in the morning about quarter to five because that's the only time it's clear to drive. Put on three seat belts and hope I survive. Say four Hail Marys that I'm making alive. Hit the corner duck of donuts at five o'clock for the line that stretches around the block. There's a dope and a pickup without a clue. Ordering 39 coffees for a construction crew. Turn the radio on for the traffic report, but they talk too fast and it's all distorted. This is seven car wreck on the lower deck. Now Route 93 is backed up to Quebec. What the heck? Route 128 is a parking lot and Storo Drive. That's always gridlock. Every road to work, it's more of the same. So pass them on the right in the breakdown lane. 
look in the mirror and what does appear? A tailgate is there hanging on my rear. I don't flip in the bird or get into a fight. Just slam on the brakes. He lost his headlights. Then a sucker mom there in her SUV, yapping on a phone at a rotary. Then in my chagrin, what happened next? She bangs a Yui and starts to text. We got dopes and morons, idiots and clowns. It's amazing how they find their way around. Some stiff in an outback Subaru with his blinker still on. Hey, you get a clue! Finally made it to work, and what do I know? The workday's over. It's time to go. Getting ready to leave. Afternoon commute. Back in the car. I think I'm going to puke. It's snow and the roads are slicker. Stady pulls me over. I don't have a sticker. I should have hit a packy for a bottle of liquor. Screw it. Next time I'll walk, it's quicker. Can't afford the gas. It's money down the hole. Paid $7.25 for a mass bike tow. Callahan Tunnel and Memorial Drive. It's all gridlock. How do we survive? I'm Boston Strong. I'm from this town. I keep a nice scraper in my car year-round. I'll never get home. Tell my wife I miss her, but I love this town. It's still wicked pisser. Well, I've never been a Boston driver, but I, these last couple of weeks, for a whole bunch of reasons, I've been down in the Bronx, the greater New York area, near Philadelphia, driving down the Jersey Turnpike over the Delaware Bridge. You know, when I came back home after all this driving over the past two weeks, I just bowed down and I kissed Route 2. There we don't go. know how lucky we Even when there's traffic around here, you, we have no idea how lucky we are. We are not in one of those congested areas. Oh, yeah. It's all yours, Barbara Day. What do we have here? Well, oh, wait a second. We do have a commercial. Okay. How about that? Don't forget our sponsors. In decades past, you opened a business, hung out your shingle, and the customers came. Today, hanging out your shingle means creating an engaging website. The modern consumer is using the Internet to find businesses like yours. Are you positioned so you'll rise to the top of their search? Let the Radio Vermont Group Digital Services work with you to make sure you're visible online and to target your marketing to location, demographic, and interest. Learn more at rvgdigital.com. I worked hard to make sure by I had one of those squirrel-proof feeders, and it does seem to keep the squirrels away, but you were talking off-air about your cat. Well, I looked out the other day, and the cat was sleeping on top of the bird feeder. Didn't see too many birds anywhere near. Wow, maybe that's what I need to do with with the feeders up to Mars. Bring the cat up and I'll keep the gray squirrels out. The other morning, I'm outside, and I hear Canadian geese, and I'm going... It's December 6th. What? It's a little late for that, ain't it? And I look up, and I notice they're flying north, Uh-oh. to which I look, and I yell, Hey, <laughs> you guys are going north for yeah. crying. About a minute later, they've turned around, and they're headed south. Oh, so the, the, the lead guy must out. have checked his compass. And, oh, look, for, if anybody knows, it's Farmer Dave, what the weather's going to be. I just thought it was kind of late. Yeah. All right, dumpsters, it's that time. The mm-hmm. hour has gone by. It's where I repent and pray for forgiveness that they'll allow me to come back another week. It is time for the hymn of the day. Drop kick me Jesus to the goalpost of life End over and neither left nor the right Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Drop kick me Jesus to the goalpost of life 
Make me, oh, make me, Lord, more than I am. Make me a beast in your master game plan. Free from the earthly temptations below. I've got the will, Lord, if you've got the toe. Drop kick me, Jesus, to the goalposts of life. End over and neither left nor the right. Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights. Drop kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life. Take all the brothers who've gone on before. And all of the sisters who've knocked on your door. All the departed, dear loved ones of mine. Stick them up front in the offensive line. Drop kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life. End over and neither left nor the right. Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights. Drop kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life. Drop kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life. End over and neither left nor the right. Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights. Drop kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life. Ah, we were almost made it this time. Almost. Almost. Made, almost only about uh, 40 seconds over. So, but I do want to mention, in keeping with our hymn of the day and our theme, uh, we do have the Army-Navy game here this afternoon, and I am looking forward to that. That's always fun on the radio. That begins at 2 o'clock here on the stations of Radio Vermont, where every Saturday at 9 o'clock it is... Music to go to the dump by. They're going, oh no, they're going to start all over? No, dumpsters, we're done for the week. But I want to thank you all for spending an hour with Mr. Najman and myself. Uh, remember, this show heard each and every week at this time on the stations of WDEV in memory of Buster and Marie and Kenley. I want to thank you for starting this some 40 years ago and letting me come in and do this. We miss you, big guy. All right, dumpsters. Till next week.